0: Hello everyone and welcome to Shit Your Shrink Thinks
1: Cover up with makeup in the mirror tell yourself it's never gonna mm-hmm. happen again you oh. cry alone and he swears he loves you do you feel like a man when When you push her around do you
0: feel better now as she falls to the ground oh is that um red jumpsuit apparatus yeah wow i that was a pull thanks from my emo like (laughs) days wow i loved that song that's a good one i did i loved that song too I don't think anybody else would have been able to sing that song with you if I'm being real.
1: Like, I feel like it would have needed to be specifically more popular. Maybe not. Okay. (laughs) It was popular in my world. Oh,
0: my God. We're going to have to see, like, if any of the audience recognize that song. That's a specific emo 2000s
1: yeah deep track <laughs> <laughs> i like it i really I, was, I thought it was really relevant
0: yeah it is yes so again relevant to our topic today Yeah, domestic violence I, cover up
1: with makeup in the yeah, mirror. yeah
0: that's a very yeah. good one i like that i had i don't even remember <laughs> okay what did you have i'm just curious all right ready And I'm here to remind you of the mess you left when you went away. It's not fair to deny me. Of the cross side bear that you gave to me, you, you, you ought, ought to know. know. <laughs> I was like, kind of kept it like. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember the Alanis Morissette thing, and the guy that she was dating at the time was from Full House, and that oh, seems yeah. like a really tumultuous. That was,
1: yeah, that was what that was about.
0: Anyway, supposedly they dated, and it was a real blow up. So yeah. I was like, you know what? We'll just do that. <laughs> I dig it. Oh, I dig it. I love it. it. I love. I those like. Too. We both
1: grabbed some old, yeah, some oldies but goodies, oldies. but goodies. Yeah. Deal with it, everybody. If you're young, (laughs) suck it, right? (laughs) What's your what's good this
0: week, Sunny? So my what's good this week is that I had a, (laughs) I don't know if it's what's good. It was more just a funny story that I'm laughing back on. So I have this weird ongoing medical thing right now. It's not super important, but one of the things that it relates to it is that my blood sugar drops randomly now, which I did not know was going to be a thing. As a part of this medical issue. So my blood sugar will just be like chilling. Everything's Gucci. We're good. Living life. And then I will just slum it and become a monster. Right. And (laughs) this week, well, I had COVID and was just getting over COVID And I was walking, I was going on like this nice long walk and I thought everything was great and I was doing the Lord's work Mm -hmm. and I start to feel my, I had just eaten too. I don't know what was going on and I start to feel my blood, uh, my blood sugar dropping And I'm walking with my partner and I just kind of like, I need to stop. And I just like, (laughs) we're going to sit down now. I sat down on the sidewalk and I was like, I'm just going to sit here now. And then I kind of slowly scooted my butt back into the yard that was behind me, not the sidewalk. And I just like laid down in this neighbor's yard and I started to get really, really hot. So I was like peeling off my clothes. Clothes. It's cold. Oh, no. I'm like profound profusely sweating peeling off my clothing (laughs) laying in the neighbor's yard and then I found three peppermint candies in my pocket so I just start to unwrap these peppermint candies and eat them like a a insane person in this neighbor's yard so I'm just like gobbling these candies sweating and like moaning and my my, my partner goes and gets the car he's like okay I'm gonna come back for you and so I was just oh that's nice so I thought to myself I was like well you know maybe after i got better i thought it was really really funny because what most people have been thinking about me just laying in the yard and i thought what if i'm on somebody's ring camera oh, God. Just,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like passed out eating candies or like maybe i'm on the neighborhood app that's right there and people are like, people are like is- um there's a person in my yard or in our neighbor's uh, yard that <laughs> who is this woman they- <laughs> looks like you're high on something i know <laughs> yeah well that's what i was thinking
0: of so i used to have Patients at one point in time who had um, been in combat and they were telling me that like when they were over in Iraq and Afghanistan, a really common thing was that people would be some of the people that they worked with might be addicted to like opium, not Mm -hmm. opioids, like opium. Okay. And that it gave you a sweet tooth which I did not Ooh,
1: know. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that. So here I am just like munching these candies, <laughs> like sweating. I definitely better not try that because I already have a terrible sweet tooth.
0: <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, I look like I'm on opium that's right now. Hilarious. I was not. It wasn't that fun. No. I wish I was. It would have been more
1: fun. <laughs> it would have been a more enjoyable trip. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: that's what's my was good this
1: week. I just thought it was funny. What's yours? That is funny. So mine is a really random tangent. I want to encourage our friends to rewatch George of the Jungle. <laughs> uh oh. Okay. So, the reason that Brandon Fraser is so swoon worthy, I think, in, okay. this, in this thing, uh-huh. in this show. Uh-huh. Is partly because he's a perfect example of what healthy, secure masculinity actually should look like.
0: What? Why that, do I? Why have I not watched this? Okay, you've so. You've never watched the so, George
1: of the Jungle, like the Disney one? Ah, uh, no. So, all,
0: all people who are attracted to healthy, secure masculinity, ears out. I'm okay. Yes. And then the, the other on. thing is
1: the other man in the show, Lyle, the other love interest is toxic masculinity. What? Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So the show, so I, okay, those are pop psychology terms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> good enough. <laughs> right, right. Right. But I feel like for men, they aren't, the toxic masculinity, they aren't told how to be man. They're just told not to be a woman. And there's definitely <laughs> yeah, a <just> way. to <laughs> be a chick. That'd there's, be terrible. Yeah, there's definitely a way to be like masculine and healthy without being a dick. Yeah. And I, the show actually really has it actually has it kind of played out and i'll be real i kind of got a tick tocker led me onto this avenue so okay okay but lyle the other love interest so the toxic masculinity his body language is always assaultive he's always leaning into ursula he's always grabbing at her he's always like yeah. forcing physical contact and yeah. not really letting her come halfway he like belittles her interests. he interrupts her he infantizes her treats her kind of like a child Ew! I'm um, like she can't take care of herself. Calls her kitty names, you know. Yeah. He continues to kind of violate her boundaries and mm-hmm. then say it's for her benefit that oh. he should thank her for violating her boundaries. Basically, <sighs> he'll like gaslight her and tell her that what she's remembering is wrong. He like escalates chaotic violence a lot, oh. you know. And then George. Oh, George! On the other hand, What's up with George. <laughs> George doesn't take himself too seriously. Like he's not afraid to be goofy, and but yeah. not at the expense of others. It's yeah. just him being goofy. Aww. He's got a natural inclination to stand in front of danger. He brings her food when she's sick. He's like friend and kindly. He has some like emotional intelligence. Like he expresses his thoughts and emotions. That's Even like wears like flowers and dresses. Like oh yeah, at I different points. Him. Yeah, like so he doesn't really give an F. Yeah. Like,
0: He's um, he's more like gender bendy, and that that he's like secure and whatever he yeah is as he a just person. he is what he is, yeah. and he's not yeah
1: he's not trying to force anything. He tries to encourage her to step out and be adventurous. He models it kind of, and then makes space for her. They're driving in the car, and he's like, "Come on, yell, yeah, scream!" And she's like, "No, like we're here in the city, and I'm not going to do that." And then he goes like. Aah! you know and so then she joins in and then he's like you did it you know instead of being like you didn't do it because I did it you know it's the way he approaches things is so different he has good body language too like he's not leaning in he lets Ursula lean into her and the only time he ever actually like grabs at her is if she's falling like to keep her safe that's yeah
0: I feel like Brendan Fraser was also more healthy masculinity example in the mummy movies too
1: yeah he might I think he might have been that too I wonder
0: if he (laughs) just He might just like those
1: roles better. Like maybe he's actually just a decent human. It's like, yeah, Yeah. I think I want to play these kind of people.
0: Yeah. Where are you, (laughs) Brendan Fraser? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Come come to Mm -hmm. teach. Come to teach all of the people. Teach these
1: people how to Uh, be lovely men. We need so
0: many examples of, you know, people who want to be more masculine. There are healthy ways to do that. There are healthy ways to be, you know, whatever, whatever kind of gender you ascribe to, there are healthy ways to be a protector, healthy ways to be a provider, healthy ways to do these things. But it's just not we we take control in our society and we
1: overpower
0: and right that's and, and that's not the way it. to do it
1: that's that builds it. resentment yeah that's not it oh how sweet that yes. makes so happy. i thought it, like it went kind of with the theme a little so and it's I, called georgia the jungle? jungle yeah it's georgia the okay. jungle and I it's like, like a disney this. it's a disney so it's like oh. pg-13 <laughs>
0: do I know what i'm checking out today <laughs> that's
1: just like it's awesome okay thanks yeah. for the heads up yeah it's fun you know yeah. i don't tick and talk i need to, <laughs> I need to get on the tiktok There's, i just haven't been they... doing they send me down some pretty fun rabbit holes oh god (laughs) sometimes i'm I'm like okay like sometimes it's not it's not a realistic rabbit hole but so <laughs> resistant to it
0: i'm so resistant to it i just it takes I don't a bit know. to get on
1: the right vibe because mm. you have to sort through a whole bunch of bullshit and like stupid people that you don't yeah like that are sending out weird stuff yeah that you're not jiving with before you find your i feel like i would that would require me to know my vibe <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even sure meh uh, so what did you do for homework this week uh, the domestic violence group and just continuing that was my homework, and well, I'm I'm still chuck-a-luckin'. Is We're, it is it going well? It's going. Yeah, awesome. actually, the group that we have right now is is pretty good. There's a couple of guys who are fairly advanced, and they do have like a couple of them have a little bit of the anger control stuff too. Mm-hmm. And they've came a long way, honestly. Like nice. I, I think that they are they've made some progress. Um, so. yeah. Awesome! I'm happy. It's Fingers going well. crossed. Yeah. <laughs> I yes, I continued to
0: not do that, and it's going well. <laughs> I, I continued more the like other end of the spectrum, and just seeing those sorts of patients, and it's been dope. Uh, definitely, some people are turning a corner, so I'm happy. I'm happy about that. So last week we talked a little bit about the different types of violence and aggressive behaviors, and this week we're going to be focusing more specifically on the domestic violence and the intimate partner violence. So
1: just a quick recap, what is domestic violence and interpersonal violence? Right. So domestic violence occurs when someone decides to use physical, sexual, emotional, or spiritual abuse to get their way or punish someone. It's about trying to gain control and power over a situation or person. Absolutely. And IPV
0: is just... It's interpersonal violence is between a romantic couple and domestic is the household overall. So it could be between siblings, between parent and child, between roommates, etc. Right. But we right. can we might use the you might see us use this interchangeably in this episode. Yeah. yeah. So just so you know, the the technicals, but we might flip them.
1: Right. Well, yeah. well, there's definitely an overlap. The umbrella term works, too. So we might use that occasionally. Yeah, so we're going to
0: talk a little bit too today about the different types of abuse. So the first most obvious one is physical abuse. So I I think it probably doesn't, our audience probably is like, I think I got this one, but we will let you know just in case that you don't feel like you got it, what physical abuse constitutes.
1: Right. So that would be hitting, punching, kicking, pulling hair or other physical harm, using objects or weapons to cause harm, physical restraint. Preventing a partner from eating or sleeping. Threatening to repeat physical harm. Mm -hmm. Those things kind of fall under. Do you have some other ones? Uh, I I just wanted to highlight a couple of them Mm -hmm. uh, um, because I think –
0: at least on my end of the spectrum, I often witness people who are in survivor roles don't notice certain ones. So mm-hmm. like the restraining one you mentioned, right? like blocking or restraining somebody's access or um, entrance into or out of a place, like yep. blocking them from leaving if they really are scared, mm-hmm. that is actually considered physical violence. I've seen people or heard people do a yelling in the ear. Yeah. Like that's still physical violence. Biting is still physical violence. Oh, yeah.
1: Biting. Biting mm-hmm. is a
0: big one that happened that I, for some reason, people don't clock it that way. And so I just wanted to like highlight it that I've right. seen people who are survivors not notice that sort of violence. Um burning is another
1: one i've seen oh definitely yeah Mm uh so like even like with like a cigarette or like mm -hmm. not always just with like a fire yeah like sometimes just with like other objects that are kind of
0: yeah and i've seen people do like quote-unquote accidental physical
1: violence right that it's like not an accident it's not but they try to claim it is Mm -hmm. and and at least initially the partner tries to believe it's an accident
0: yes and then i just wanted to re-highlight the ones that you said which were sleep deprivation is is Mm -hmm. physical violence um so if somebody's like taking covers off you and then waking you up in the middle of the night or you know talking and talking and talking and yelling and yelling and yelling so that you can't get any sleep for nights on end. Or, you know, they're restricting your access to food or water or medical attention. Right. Like these things all affect the physical body. And so they are physical violence in some ways or just like pinning you against a wall. Mm -hmm. Those are all
1: physical. Yeah, because that's restraining.
0: I mean, that pin is restraining. Exactly. So or pushing or shoving like all these things. So it's just they count and... Like they usually start smaller, yeah. And so I just wanted people to be aware that these it's it's a it's a field of all sorts of wildflowers, <laughs> yeah, yeah. all sorts of wildflowers
1: of physical violence that you could pick and notice. And so yeah, right. there's just different but yeah, kinds. If you notice the subtle ones, uh, then hopefully you can get out before it starts to escalate. Because if there's a subtle one happening, it's going to escalate. And a lot of these other ones we will go through are are generally kind of the the precursors Precursors. to Mm -hmm. the physical physical is general is normally like the last last resort yeah Yeah. they're they're gonna slowly escalate or or sometimes sort of rapidly escalate to that level uh (laughs) yes that does but it's not normally their first stopping point yeah yeah exactly it's not the
0: first stop on the choo-choo that's for sure so the other type of abuse is this is the one that's kind of more my bread and butter, I would say as a clinician, is like emotional and psychological abuse. Yep. So my disclaimer here is that, you know, my, again, my resistance to the ticking and the talking and my resistance to the Instagram is that
1: not everything no. is emotional and psychological yeah, abuse. Yeah, there is definitely an not An ever- overgeneralization oh, that's happening right now. It's driving. Where they're, me crazy. they're kind of escalating things and making it something that it's not, which yeah. unfortunately, guys, what you don't realize what you're doing is you're actually taking away the validity yes. from the people who have experienced yes, it. Exactly. And that's the part that's upsetting is yes. these things are very real and very painful, but when you are saying that these minor little things that aren't actually legitimate abuse are abuse, you are Invalidating the people who are actually experiencing severe psychological emotional trauma. Yes, exactly. Like your boss being mean
0: to you one day is not emotional abuse. It's not that... It, you know, your teacher is not necessarily a narcissist because they didn't accept your shitty excuse for whatever. <laughs> like, not everybody's a narcissistic abuser. Right. And a lot more people are than was previously thought. And right, I think that's right. Why we're more
1: aware now. Yeah. And I think we're more willing to say, hell no, which is great. Yes, that's great. But and it's we, blowing up. Yeah. Which is good. Right, like, right. We, right. Should we have need awareness. to light it all on fire. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But, but, be conscientious and don't be spreading the stuff that that isn't real because you're actually kind of hurting the people who are experiencing the real deal. Right. So we'll. I'm going to talk about
0: like a little bit just a definition of emotional and psychological abuse so that, again, we understand and we're all on the same page here emotional abuse is a pattern of insults again Mm -hmm. a pattern pattern pat took a turn (laughs) (laughs) my friend pat
1: took a turn sorry Sorry. (laughs) yeah yeah it's a (laughs) pattern
0: (laughs) of insults Threats, emotional manipulation, or gaslighting that establishes power or co- coercive control over another person while also silencing that person's needs, wants, and opinions. Mm-hmm. So it's usually starts small, it escalates over time, yep. and it worsens over time. And there's usually different domains of emotional abuse. It's usually not even just one thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so I wanted to put that out there. The most popular one is everybody's everybody's talking about it's on everybody's mind is
1: gaslighting <laughs> Michaela What is gaslighting it's manipulating the partner to question their own observations it's mm-hmm. basically saying oh that's not what you actually experienced like so say you observed this car hit this other car and you said oh my gosh there was a wreck and that person says you didn't just see a wreck those two cars are just kissing mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you know that's <laughs> gaslight. I mean that's a silly example yes, but yes. that's kind of yes in a nutshell
0: or, or like you planned a whole birthday dinner with your partner the on friday this week and then friday comes around and you're you're getting ready for your beautiful birthday dinner and they're like we didn't do anything we i didn't i didn't we plan never we talked never about that we never talked about that i didn't say that. i would do that and then when you're like well i thought you'd take me out for my birthday i asked you last year to take me out for my birthday and you agree you agreed. Then they would say, Well, I never even said that. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Like, I why are you say so rational? Right. Yeah.
1: So that would be gaslighting. Right. So yeah. Um, other forms of it are like name calling, belittling, mm-hmm. humiliating. Again, that infantizing. So where you kind of treat them like a child. Can you
0: give an example of a uh, treating somebody like an infant? Because I think the, the people i see have a hard time conceptualizing what that is right. until i point it out i'm like oh he's treating you like a four-year-old cool
1: right and then they're like what oh yeah that is what that is right. So help me out here oh, goodness it's hard to, to do you have a good example off the top of your head because mm. i'm trying to think like kind of pat not, patting you on the head and being like that's great honey like mm-hmm. those kinds of things kind of where yeah. maybe they use certain little like doll names like yes.
0: Okay, I got it. I got it. I got a good example. Um calling somebody, you know, well, that's okay, little princess. Like you wouldn't understand how that sort of thing works. I don't expect you to. Yes. So back. like, yeah. Let's, let's say you go to the grocery store and you spend $50 and you come home and your partner tells you that you were only allotted $40.
1: And you're like, "Well, This is just how... This is how much it costs this this time. And I I didn't know. And he's like, well, that's okay, princess. You should have... Yeah, you're just too pretty to understand money. You
0: know, like, you're just too... Like, you know, like, you don't don't get these things. You don't understand. But so, yeah, it's kind of... It's this I know and you don't know thing. Mm -hmm. I'm world-wise... I get how things work, and right. I'm smarter than you. Yes, kind of like, and, and I'll- you
1: you kind of need me a little bit to mm. to survive in this world because you're you're just this little thing. Oh, My God, have you heard the song by I want to say it's Tool or a Perfect Circle
0: called Pet? Ooh, oh, you gotta listen to it. I don't you know. gotta listen to it. There's a line in it. It's like, "Don't fret, precious, I'm here." step away from the window, go to sleep. Like it just talks about like, it's like this person who's like, don't worry about what's going on outside. I know you hear war drums. I know you hear craziness. Just go to sleep. Everything's going to be fine. (laughs) Just like, just stay here in this hell. Yeah, yes, exactly.
1: And so it's, yeah, yeah, that's
0: that kind of infantilizing sort of a pattern. Yeah,
1: and I mean, so with the gaslighting is that mind games, you know, making you feel Mm -hmm. bad about yourself or like you're the one being crazy or that you're misremembering remembering things there's a lot of minimizing denying and blaming that partner like they blame you or say you know it's your fault or deny that it even happened like that the behavior even happened or they make light of it like well at least I didn't hit you you know if if they said something mean they'll they'll say you know well at least I didn't do this yeah or if you ask them to meet a need,
0: if you're like, "Hey, you know, I need you to pay for half of your share of this thing," they'll be like, "Well, I've done, I've paid for this and this other thing and this other thing, and right. I don't understand why I need." it. They'll minimize the concern you have of mm-hmm. you don't. I don't actually need to pay for half of this. I'm just minimizing. Right, you your needs aren't that
1: important. My mm-hmm. needs are
0: important. Exactly, and it always that's kind of the key to emotional abuse or psychological abuse is their needs and their desires and their opinions. Are always forefront somehow. You are just an extension of them. Yes. Like you're. you're, And that's
1: part of it for sure. That extension piece. They want power and control over you. Because they are. Yeah. They are seeing you as them. Yeah. They are seeing you as. What you do represents them. Yeah. So if you would to say this thing or if you if you actually are a bold, you know, woman out there in the mm-hmm. world, well, then all this men friend would think that he doesn't have his lady on lock. Right, you know, like right, that right. those kind of things. Everything you do is a reflection on him. Yeah. So therefore, he re- blames you for everything. And it's yeah. stupid. Yeah. Or like, let's say like, maybe you have a
0: partner who... Um, she is very, let's say she actually is narcissistic, mm-hmm. and let's say that she is um, incredibly talented she doesn't want you to overshadow her legal practice. Yes. Let's yeah. say so. Every accomplishment that you make, she kind of puts down, right? Or but she can or redirects it to the focus on their accomplishments. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and she might use your time and energy to further her, her. accomplishments. Yeah. Let's say I need you to help me with these things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, I need you to help me like stay up late reviewing these law documents with me. And then she escalates power in her law practice and gets better and better and better whereas you spent all your time helping her so your stuff never really accumulates so it's just this this again always an extension of them Mm -hmm. your priorities are never top
1: right and within the emotional psychological abuse is also the yelling and the screaming oh yeah uh controlling what your partner does what they wear where they go what they need to watch or read oh yeah what they need to watch or read Mm -hmm. god oh gosh
0: limiting access to educational resources yes that's so that isolation sources too yes right so i've seen people try to like oh god the one that always freaking drives me crazy is if i'm doing like telehealth therapy and i can see that somebody's lurking in the background trying to monitor what their partner is saying
1: oh no 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 that shit makes
0: me want to lose my mind it's like i know
1: you're back there I know you're back there and I And I, I know see you're you. listening and I know yeah. that you're restricting everything that they're saying. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'll like do like sneaky things to get the person away. Good. Um, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, normally I kind of- Oh, uh, I will escalate Slytherin as fuck over that. Like uh- I'll like straight up be like, that person
0: needs to leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I w- yeah. I'll, I'll kind of like play ball a little bit to make them Dependent. think. Yeah. Uh, yeah like yeah, I am on their team and then I will like get the person who's experiencing the violence in my sites, right, and be like, Here's all the education. Right.
1: Ah, right. yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah,
0: it's yeah, but they restrict your access to education. And you did say isolation, so
1: yeah, isolation from your friends and family. So that's the controlling where you go, who you talk to, limiting your outside involvement. You know, maybe they ridicule or insult the people that you like as a means to manipulate you into that isolation. Mm-hmm. You know, they say that your friends are bad or that your parents or your family don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to cut you off, so all you have is them. You know, yeah. and there's extreme. Jealousy within that as well. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're spending time with other people, then how dare you give your energy to somebody other than me? Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah. That would be
0: terrible. (laughs) That would would be
1: terrible. (laughs) How would we live? Uh, Yeah, the the isolation stuff always starts slow. It does. It's very it's very gradual and manipulative. And it's it's subtle. It's very subtle. So it'll be like,
0: okay, maybe you meet this person out with friends and then you know, first they start talking shit about a friend that you already kind of don't like. You know, mm-hmm. you're already feeling right. You're all like, yeah, I kind of it, see that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so you're like, okay. And so it seems normal because, like, everybody talks shit with their partner on that friend they don't like, right? They're always <laughs> like, oh, my God, fucking, I don't know, Al's going to be there and I hate that guy and whatever. So it starts that way and then it will escalate to, like, somebody you thought was kind of neutral and they'll start talking shit on that person and, ev- mm-hmm. and eventually, like, People People who are really good supports. Yeah, Al and Jan will be there, so let's not go. And -hmm. then eventually it'll be the best friend. And the best friend, they'll turn into – Sometimes they'll befriend the best friend and try to make Turn it so the that friend you're against crazy. you crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. But sometimes they will create a conflict so large between the best friend, right? And where you. you have to
1: pick between the best friend mm-hmm. or your partner.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. And there, it's it's again very subtle. Same with like there will be a geographical isolation piece that sometimes happens. Oh yeah, is when partners will move you away from access to education, access to friends, access to family. Mm-hmm. That you know that you previously had and so each little level gets worse and worse we right. also have surveillance on here yeah so that would be things like going through your phone bank accounts tracking your car movements tracking mm-hmm. your email so like i have had clients and even just friends where people put trackers on their cars and yeah. then the person like shows up mm-hmm. app at their new location so that's a that's a really surveillance I cannot emphasize enough that one usually starts early. Yeah. And, and it's
1: a, if they're starting that it's it's an esca- it's going to escalate. Oh, always. It's, that that's your precursor red flag to get out. Other ones are threatening to commit suicide if your partner leaves or threatening to kill a partner or a loved one or a pet or hurt them or destroying something that's really important to you, you know, maybe it's something that you really love and they destroy that or even coercing that your partner into doing like illegal things or undesired mm-hmm. behaviors. Mhm. Yep.
0: In addition, we've got stalking. We've also – I added here duality. So, like, there's a duality of the private and public nature of the relationship. So, in private, they're a dish. They're terrible. Like, yes. they're doing all of these things, but in public, they could not – They are charming as a fuck. charmer. God, yeah. they're a charmer. People
1: just can't see how, like, oh, you're so lucky. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yes, and that's why I
0: always, like – point out too is that this this means that it is intentional right
1: right? yeah if other people don't like him then there's more anger management stuff potentially happening yeah (laughs) yeah but you know it's intentional when like they can turn it on and off exactly that's a real problem
0: we've also got stonewalling or ignoring you until you give in yeah that's a really silent treatment yeah silent Mm -hmm. treatment it's like there's a difference between a silent treatment and taking a, a timeout. I'm a person who, if I if I get real escalated, I'll need to take a little TO. Right. But the way to make sure that that's healthy is to say like, hey, I just need a timeout. I'm going to say some messed up stuff if I don't leave the room right now. I'm going to leave the room and we'll go upstairs for like 20 minutes and right. just like let me cool right. out. I'll be right back. I'm going to come back now. and readdress this. Yeah. I, I need a moment. Yeah. And I'm not – it's like I'm not – I just – I'm going to do a bad thing, so I need to get away here and just time out or drive or whatever. The, the stonewalling is much more like four days they deny you access to even the most basic level of courtesy, mm-hmm. respect. They're not kind to you. They might lock themselves in a different room. They mm-hmm. might totally ignore your existence. Right. Might, you
1: express things to them and they act like they don't even hear you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They
0: act like they don't even hear you. Silent Truman. Exactly. And then – or – Even, like, if there are
1: children involved, sometimes they will have the children, like, co-op this behavior. Uh, It's the worst when the kids end up getting manipulated into abusing their uh, their other partner, too. Yeah. Like, ugh. That's unfortunate. Really, really, really common. So all
0: of these emotional abuse tactics that we're talking about, a lot of them end up hitting the kids because the partner will triangulate. Yeah, So they will usually make – the abusive partner will usually make the non-abusive partner the – um the, the evil blo- yeah, yeah 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 and so eventually the kids will silent dream and the partner or
1: or they'll even name physically abuse or name mm-hmm. call their the, mm-hmm. the partner yep. like i've i've seen it where the the kid is actively participating in the abuse right and again it's not that that's normal to them like, yes. they don't they don't understand yeah
0: it's not the kid the kid is not trying right to.
1: like this is they don't
0: and then the The person who is being abused here usually thinks, like, well, my kids are terrible too. It's like, it's really the origin point is the abuser. Like, there's, if you were to cut that cancer out, it would be a lot easier to get the kids (laughs) on the same page with you. Right. So, another one that I have here is that they never apologize ever, ever, ever or take accountability. That could long term be a type of emotional abuse. Uh, there's a specific. We did talk about name calling. I notice a lot of body shaming specifically.
1: Yeah, that is a big one for yeah. sure.
0: Yeah, body shaming. Yeah, that's a that's a for whatever reason body shaming seems to be a top, uh, a top thing. And I also added here with old. This is the last one I have, which is withholding plans and information that mm. you need to be successful. So yeah, like, you're right. That's not, a good one. Yeah, like not telling. Like if you have a kid, not telling your partner about a parent-teacher conference, and then the partner looks like they're absentee or neglectful. Right. But they had no idea it was occurring. Right. Or not telling the partner information about finances, or not telling them that somebody was coming over. Yeah. That somebody's and,
1: visiting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just always the other person is cut off, guard. scrambling and like left looking like they feel like they're the asshole. Like All they're, they're the left time. feeling like shit. It's <laughs> like, wait, why am I?
0: Why do I never know what's going on here? Right. And I would say the pervasive feeling that most people report to me when they're experiencing emotional uh, or psychological abuse is they feel like they're in a fun house yeah. and that the rules are changing all the time and that the mirrors are not accurately representing their reflection and that they can't quite get a grasp. It's always this confused kind of sick feeling mm-hmm. and like maybe even a little guilt. Yeah. And that's a, a feeling of emotional abuse. And I also want to just put in there too is that the the name calling, the body shaming, the insulting twisting the way you see yourself usually they will take the things about yourself that you like the most Mm. or the things about yourself that are the most precious or valuable and they will almost make you believe that the opposite is true those are your
1: the bad things about you yeah Yeah. or
0: or that you don't even possess those strengths at all so Mm, let's say you are a really intelligent person They'll go with the infantilizing route. Like if you have – if you're a professor, they'll be like, well, you just don't understand money and you just don't have street smarts and you just don't really get how the world works outside of – like, yeah, you're a professor, but you're an absent-minded professor. Right. Like they'll kind of take the thing that you're good at and they'll wear away at it. So just kind of keep that in mind that – that's a they have an MO. It's like a script or something. I don't know where they're all getting this playbook. Good God. We need to burn this playbook. <laughs> it's crazy out yeah, there.
1: It it is crazy out there. It's disgusting. <laughs> it is. So the next type of abuse is sexual abuse and yep. sexual coercion. So that is persistent unwanted comments. Uh, So the body comments and sexualization also can fall into that. Yeah, good point. Good point. Um, Unwanted kissing, touching, unwanted sexual contact in general, Mm -hmm. threatening or coercing into unwanted sexual contact. And I say coercing Mm -hmm. because you... (laughs) If you're in a relationship with somebody and you people people get groomed, people mm-hmm. get into the point where they're like, "Okay, I'll just let it happen because right, right. fighting it off is is going to be more painful for me." Right. So consent and assent are very different. One is like <laughs> yeah.
0: consent is enthusiastic, right? Yay! I want this. Hell yeah! Yeah, willing, ongoing, like and reciprocal. Mm-hmm. So I let let me ask you this, uh, Michaela. Do you want a piece of pizza right now? Mm, I could use some pizza right now. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So that's like, oh, Michaela's consenting to that pizza, Hell right? Yeah. She's got like a tone in her voice. that's like, I like pizza. And then you could t- tell she like thought about it. was like, I like pizza. Mm, yeah, pizza. And then it got a little bit more like you could tell she was thinking about the kind of pizza <laughs> she wanted, right? <laughs> like, whoa, okay. We're really into pizza right now. But okay, let's pretend you don't, you're just like not feeling pizza. Hey, Michaela, right. do you want some pizza right now? Ugh, no. Yeah, right. Like, I can't, I can't. I have a no. headache. I can't eat pizza when I have a right. headache. Right? But what if I'm like, well, you never eat pizza with me, Michaela. You never eat pizza with me. Uh, I suppose. Right? That's a scent. Right. That's a scent, not consent. I'm badgering her. Like, oh, you never eat pizza with me. I paid for this pizza for right, you. Right, right. I should deserve this pizza. I deserve, I deserve you to eat this pizza with me. I deserve me. you to eat this goddamn pizza. Yeah, yeah. I've done so much for you and you can't even eat this little pizza. Or <laughs> um, you said you liked pizza yesterday. Right. Is another one. Or maybe even you agree to one kind of pizza and they switched the pizza in the uh, Yeah. That's a fucked up thing. That is a fucked up thing. And that's also coercion and assault, right. right? You can't agree to pepperoni pizza and then somebody gives you fucking pineapples on your pizza.
1: Oh, hell no! That's crazy talk, right? <laughs> I'm throwing those pineapples in your
0: face. <laughs> so it's, it's funny to me because it's like we don't understand sexual consent or, yeah. or coercion. But if we talked about pizza, everybody would get it. It's like we know <laughs> that you can't just put pineapple on people's pepperoni. Right. We know that you can't if... <laughs>
1: I can't just shove the pizza down her mouth. Yeah, like
0: if Michaela is drunk and pass out in the chair, I can't just like dangle pizza over her face and then just push it in there. That doesn't work that way. Or like if she's like got her mouth closed and she's like turning her head away, but she's not like yelling no, no, no. But she's clearly like not "Um, into it. Not really into it. I'm just going to smash pizza into her face. Right. Think of consent like pizza. Yeah. Guys, so if you're, you know, again, sexual co- coercion can be w- scent. You know, there's something bad will happen to you if you're not going to inc be engaged in this maybe Mm -hmm. it's something financial there's a negative financial consequence for you maybe they remove children from you.
1: sometimes it's just the emotional stuff too like there'll be the emotional abuse that comes from not badgering sleep restriction Mm -hmm. um and sometimes this can be used as sleep restriction too
0: yes (laughs) yes it can be yes it can be for real silent treatment and then what you said too was it can be groping touching comments that are unwanted right um i've heard people make comments about like you know oh you have a small penis and that's like really you know it like keeps going and going and going and that's really messed up and also is a form of yes. sexual abuse right or like you're still body shaming or <laughs> yeah yeah or you're a slut things like yeah. that are not those are still not great and then we also have forcible sexual assault so all of that right. falls under the window of sexual abuse
1: yeah there's oh and there's I also i was gonna say i have some more too yeah yeah, yeah. so like some people, too, will force their partner to have sex with other people for pleasure yep. or money, too. Yep. That so counts. if they're pimping you out, mm-hmm. that, that falls into it. That's a problem. Or harming a partner in order to have them have a miscarriage. Miscar- mm-hmm. There have been times where they will forcefully, you know, cause a miscarriage mm-hmm. or even... They will purposely infect somebody with a sexually transmitted disease, Absolutely. or forcefully make them pregnant.
0: Absolutely, yeah. All of these count. All of these count. Yep. Uh, for like a fertil- manipulation of fertility. Right. Right. They
1: they either prevent access to the contraceptives, or refuse to use it, or purposely damage it, or mess yes. with it. Yeah. Yes.
0: And I also kind of have another one, which is like spreading like nude photographs. Like oh, nudes, definitely, definitely. That's sexual coercion and abuse and they're spreading it in ways or they're posting videos that are not with your consent Mm -hmm. or um, they're kind of like, pressuring you into doing these yeah yeah
1: they might pressure you into doing those things and then once they have it then that's a manipulation tool Mm -hmm. that they'll use to Mm -hmm. okay well i'm going to give this to your dad if you don't yes exactly i'm going to show everybody who you really are
0: right i'll send this to your boss career yeah yeah is, is another big one so that these are all under the window of sexual abuse right the next one we have here is economic and financial abuse. And I, I will have to tell you, this is the one that most people
1: miss. They don't catch it. Yeah. No. I, I never... And like, I feel like that's partly because of our stupid just upbringing mm-hmm, and system. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like yeah. just... <laughs> yeah. I mean, women weren't allowed to work for how long? And right. You know? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. There was...
0: Uh, uh, there are a lot of reasons why financial and economic abuse are not thought of. But I think... Another one is is that it usually occurs really early mm-hmm. and really like kind of like in the subtle super good excuse sort of way. Right. And so it's easy to miss. It's super easy to miss. But economic abuse is when or financial abuse is when somebody takes your money or controls your money or right. resources or goods in a way that manipulates you into having to put up with behaviors from them that are unacceptable right. to you.
1: So they control all of your access, basically, to your finances mm-hmm. and to how much you're gonna be able to spend. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, what are you gonna have a groceries or gas, and how you can even leave the house? I mean, if you mm-hmm. depending on what your economic stance is, you might not even be able to leave because of that. Yes, um, not allowing the person to go to work or school. Like sometimes they mm-hmm. will economically abuse by just saying, "No, you can't. You can't work. We need you home." Yes, uh, or we, you can't go to school. Um, yes. Or interrupting that person in such a way that they can't keep up with those things. So sometimes mm-hmm. that part person might actually go out to try to better themselves, but mm-hmm. they throw such a fuss mm-hmm. that it ends up making it so you can't be successful and you have to drop out, you have to quit.
0: Yeah, I've had clients where, like, they would try to go back to school and then their partner would, like... Um, cause a crisis yeah say I'm gonna kill myself because I'm alone all the time for Mm -hmm. example or like just stop eating or start abusing drugs or something like suddenly something would happen and the person had to quit school or quit their job or whatever it was and stay home or get them pregnant was another thing they'd Mm -hmm. interfere with contraceptives get them pregnant and then they'd have to stay home
1: yeah yeah and making their partner, like, ask for money, like a, like a child, mm-hmm. you know, or not allowing them just even, even easy access. Like, they can't even just go into the bank and ask for money. They they have to ask their partner for that money. Yep. Um, and then, again, like you had said, like, taking the money from you. So if you are earning income, a lot mm-hmm. of times they will steal that money or make you give – give the stupid check to them yeah Um, they'll they'll take out loans
0: right credit cards in your name yeah you'll notice your bank account is suddenly drained and then all of a sudden your credit score is is a mess and then you look and there's like four or five other things open in your name guys get a freaking credit report Mm -hmm. there's free apps everywhere you can know what accounts are out in your name okay yeah like for real, this is really important because that's a really early one I see a lot of times. It's like people take out credit cards and other yeah. people's names. A or lot or of loans. credit cards, yeah. yeah,
1: and create huge amounts of debt. That then, yeah. that then, when when and if the separation happens, guess who gets yeah. to pay off half that debt?
0: Yeah, or or they want to get on your bank account really early or yes. they want to try to open. Yeah, a joint if they account. want access
1: to your money right away, guys, no. red flag.
0: No, don't listen. I. Y'all better be in a seriously committed situation before you uh, are giving yeah. somebody access to things like social security numbers, your bank account information. Mm-hmm. Like this is not normal for. Somebody this is to a
1: greed-driven world, so yeah. uh, that should be red flag number one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. right like, right. If, if somebody is ever trying to get some money from you, yeah, and your relationship is not at that level, and maybe you overthink your relationship is at that level if you just met this person or you're only a few months in you're not at that level okay you're not you're not you're not not. You're not. (laughs) You're not. not. If it's not been over a few years,
0: you're not. Yeah. You need to be, I I say, minimum bar of entry a year. I've noticed like people who are abusive tend to be able to hold their behavior in three to six months, but financially abusive can hold it in longer, I've noticed. Oh, yeah.
1: For sure, they can. They can. So you need to be really aware of that. But normally, yeah, like you said, there might be a few other red flags that are shown before that. But if they're asking for access to your money right away, guys-
0: Get out of there. Even if
1: it's a friendship, no, it's still a red flag. Huge please. red flag.
0: <laughs> or early warning signs could be like they're hiding financial troubles from you. Yes, and, um, yeah, hiding
1: all their debts, mm-hmm. or, or even hiding their actual jobs. Like mm-hmm. there are sometimes people will say that this is what they what they do, and they're actually doing something completely mm-hmm. different. Like it's a total freaking lie.
0: Yep, yep. Or. Or they're always forgetting their wallet or they're always asking you to pay for things or they come up with these, like, weird excuses why they need X amount of money. Like, oh, I have this medical procedure that requires, you know, $1,000 and I just don't have it right now Mm -hmm. and blah, 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 blah. blah. Like, that's, again, another red flag. When they seem to have a lot of different credit cards just – and they're just, like, charging a whole bunch and they do, like, impulsive spending. They're sending you these huge, lavish gifts that you're, like – I'm not even sure that you can afford this. those are all just kind of like keep this in mind and it right can, because it is the fastest way to trap somebody is, it is it really it, is it's tying your your finances together. Mm-hmm. it makes it really hard to escape.
1: it really does. the next one we have here is spiritual abuse, which is often overlooked also it is often overlooked so yeah, that can be a whole bunch of different things oh, so yeah. like acting as though maybe they know what God thinks or speaking to God. Like some of them will be like, I just this is what God desires. God know God told me that
0: I'm supposed to get you pregnant, that you're supposed to not work, and that you're supposed to not get an education. Correct nah
1: that's what god told me no me i don't know i don't know about all that right god also tell you to hit me that's right weird. that's that's strange yeah, that's so like weird god. yeah only no. like god to me but yeah they they use god faith religion as a means to manipulate they'll quote the bible mm-hmm. or, or di- use different things like that or put down your own spiritual beliefs yeah i had um, a person who um she had really strong helpful healthy faith for herself mm-hmm. and
0: she would when there was uh there was a partner who wanted to her to get a miscarriage like a couple of miscarriages it was not a great situation and she really didn't want to um and she was kind of like fighting back and she was like I just need to like go to church and be around my community and like pray and like I'm just not feeling well and he'd be like Just constantly belittle her, making her feel stupid for believing in something larger than her, telling her her church community was fools, just really crapping on her belief system. So it can go both ways. It can be like, I know what God thinks, and I'm the pinnacle of spiritual- Right, and I'm
1: connected to God Mm -hmm. with one finger. (laughs) Okay. Or- or you're, or it's everything spiritual is hokey pokey, and yeah. you're an idiot for believing that. Yes,
0: exactly. It can go either way. It's right. a, but
1: they're the authority. The one right.
0: commonality is they're the authority. They know
1: and you don't. Mm-hmm. They might say
0: stuff like, you know, God hates you, you're going to hell for that. like things that demean a behavior that you have mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and and will say that there's going
1: to be some eternal or spiritual punishment for that, right. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, the battered wives are, or, you know, battered partners are told that God wants them to be submissive too. So there's mm-hmm. also like just that. A cultural message. Yes. They're mm-hmm. the cultural message there. And and then also sometimes even children who are being molested by their parents are told that God wants them to be obedient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like it can be twisted yeah. in that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When anytime that uh, a spiritual message is used to do something that you know that feels in your gut not right. You can go ahead and assume that spiritual abuse. Uh, right within that is also cults. We see a lot of like cult activities surrounding right. spiritual abuse. So you can't leave the cult, or you know you're not going to get to the holy gate or whatever it is. Scientology is a great example of that. Of right. Like, you need to pay this amount of money. You need to drop these amount of friends. You need to exit everything you've ever loved and. And commit fully to us. mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that would be spiritual abuse. And if you don't, like, then you won't get whatever special reward is at the end of that. Right. And this is kind of like, you can look across the system here in each of these, emotional, spiritual, sexual, whatever, they make themselves their own god. Right. The abuser is the they god. They are the authority. Yeah. They're the authority. They're the center of all of it. And so that's an easy way to determine
1: whether it's happening or not. So, yeah. So all kinds of abuse, like, I mean, some of that emotional abuse can really kind of fall sometimes into spiritual abuse. Yeah. Um, so if it affects your spirituality, your faith, or your connection to something bigger, then count it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, you know, yeah. then count it to fall in that category. Yeah,
0: yeah. It well and like keep in mind too guys like a lot of times people who use abuse as a tool will kind of they'll still they're gonna dabble in all these yeah they'll pick out a smattering of things so like you can tell it's not abuse when it's like a one-off situation somebody was just a total jerk to you but it was like one thing and they might not do it again or they do it very infrequently and it's not a smattering and it doesn't get them anything really to do that um but it's abuse when it's like Okay, if they've taken out a credit card in your name. They make fun of you going to church. They say that you're a little baby and you don't understand the finances. Mm-hmm. They m- might pin you against a wall to prevent you from going out to your friends. And they say your best friend is a bitch. Yeah. Right? Like, they, these are like, this is <laughs> right. a smattering, one from each category. Right. And it adds up. But I think, too, like, I don't I don't know about even younger generations, but I think a lot of this was normalized. Yes, in, unfortunately. Uh, in our generation and also older generations. it's yeah. Like, this is all OK. Like. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think in the generation before us, it was it was it was normalized to such a crazy degree. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. at least in our generation we were starting to break free and be like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a take. Wait a second. Oh, there's an emo song about this somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I feel like for the generation before us, it was really just so ingrained that yeah. it, it wasn't even, I mean, you couldn't question it because it was just how things were. Yeah, you know? it's just how things were. Boy, that makes me want to vomit. I know. <laughs> there, are, there are a few other kind of abusive behaviors. So we did a little bit talk about digital abuse. Mm-hmm. So, you know, content demanding to look through their partner's phone, monitoring your emails, text calls, posting hurtful information or pictures mm-hmm. on social media or on the internet, sending threatening texts or emails. Mm-hmm. Those can fall under that. Stalking yep. is another form of abusive behavior. So yes. following, monitoring, harassing, yep. causing someone to fear for their safety or their life, mm-hmm. um, and also using children.
0: Yeah. The, the children is just man
1: yeah children get triangulated and used as pawns unfortunately a lot so and and so making somebody feel guilty about the children or using the children to relay message using visitations kind of to harass the partner or threatening to take away the children or threatening to report them um so that then children would be taken away you know that parental alienation yeah where you're manipulating the children to think or believe things about that other parent right absolutely parental
0: alienation wow that's a that's a really good one so why do people stay in abusive relationships? Because like when we lay it all out like this in black and white, it's like, <laughs> what the shit? Why right. This is terrible. Why would we do this? But it ain't like that, guys. It's right. Not, it's not that simple. It's boiling the frog, which mm-hmm. is the old wives tale that if you put a frog in lukewarm water and that you slowly turn up the temperature gradually over hours that the frog won't jump out because it won't realize it's actually getting hotter and so it will boil alive and so keep in mind that these relationships start off with love bombing Mm -hmm. they start off with beautiful gifts extensive attention the connection that you've never had with somebody good sex good connection good talks and then it Changes, right. but it doesn't change rapidly. Usually, it's this slow gaslighty. Mm-hmm. Usually starts with emotional abuse sort of situation. So it's not like somebody walks up to somebody else and says, "Hey, you suck. I hate you. Let's, let's <laughs> right. bang." And right. then they're like, "Yeah." That's not how it starts. No. So you're always kind of seeking back to that person that you, and they can, and they, can, the person, the love bomber can keep it going. Mm -hmm. for a long time yeah they can white knuckle
1: it if they want for
0: quite some time right and so then you think like got big plans yeah (laughs) and you think that's right who they are and then it isn't that way so people stay because they're trying to get back to who that person was and it feels so genuine
1: right and and leaving is often dangerous there are many factors that a survivor has to consider and analyze and how they're going to respond to the behavior yes you know so first and foremost is that fear you yes. know the abuser might threaten the suicide that might threaten to harm children family pets property <laughs> you name it yeah. yeah yeah and and often again people's assessment
0: is that sometimes even when a partner has not been violent i've had people say to me like he has not been violent he's just been emotionally and spiritually and economically aggressive and uh i just really think if i leave he will kill me
1: Yes, that's and that's the thing. There's often a really big fear about the escalation of abuse if they're caught trying to leave, and that's a valid fear. Yeah, because statistically, the reality rea- yes, reality is that the most dangerous time for a, is for a survivor is when they leave that abusive yes. partner. Seventy five percent of domestic violence related to homicides occur upon separation.
0: Absolutely, it's a very scary time, and so. You know, when somebody is trying to leave this sort of thing, they've got to do a lot of planning.
1: Mm-hmm. They need to get a and, hotel. And secretly. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really hard to hide. These people have... Inv- have
0: yeah, surveillance. Yeah, they're,
1: su- they're surveilling you. They have control over all these different mm-hmm. things. And you're trying to secretly, sneakily get out.
0: Right. So you're trying to figure out a way to put money aside. Mm-hmm. You're trying to figure out a safe place to go that they don't know of. Usually it requires the assistance of somebody else after they've been isolating you. So right. it requires this whole ass plan. And if you have kids that's another reason so people will say for financial reasons they don't have the housing or the income to go to children right. threats that they'll take away the children the cycle which is when it's good it's really good it's just when it's bad it's really bad and then also not to mention you don't even believe you can because right. your
1: self-esteem is shot by that point in time right yeah so, i had it broken down even a little bit so yeah i'd love to hear that so Back, kind of with like the fear. So, there might also be fear about like immigration, law enforcement. Yep. Fear of being deported. Good point. um, Fear about court. You know, there's there's very low prosecution rates. And mm-hmm. even trying to get a restraining order can be a bitch. Great point. And then, you know, often it's the perpetrators that are threatening to, to charge yeah. <laughs> charge the other person. And yes. like you said, there's financial limitations. So you might end up having to be homeless. How are you going to afford food and shelter or care for basic life necessities? Mm-hmm. Like you said before, too, the, those controlling limitations, how are they supposed to leave if they don't have access to the car? You know, maybe mm-hmm. there's one car and one set of keys. Right. Um, and you've been locked up off from your family so how are you supposed to reach out for them sometimes these mother efforts will even like padlock people into their homes
0: yeah right
1: um you might not have access to the tv or internet so how are you even supposed to look for Mm -hmm. look for resources right um that cultural stigma too you know some cultures divorce is strongly discouraged or you might end up actually lose your family for sure if or supports if you leave Absolutely. Um, and some cultures, like we said, that abuse is also normative. Right. And it's supposed to be accepted. <laughs> yeah. No. And then, like you said, the rationalization a lot of times. So like you said, the boiled frog analogy. You know, you get so used to the abuse and you've been so manipulated to such a degree that you almost believe that you deserve it or you tell yourself that it's not that bad or like there's a reason for the abuse or that it could get better. You know, you kind of have those rose-colored lenses where you remember – what they used to be like. And, you know, you believe that they're going to change. And since you're the reason your partner's abusive, you're like, well, maybe th- maybe I can help them maybe change. I can change. Yeah. Right. And that's not true, right? Obviously. We don't have control over yeah. somebody's behaviors. No. Like, they're going to do what they're going to do. But that's kind of that rationalization. Right. Right. So-
0: we don't have a lot of time to go into, like, extensive treatments because really each treatment is going to be different for the individual circumstance. But when when we're asked a lot of times, should I try couples counseling?
1: Don't. Nah, man. Don't. Nah. Don't. don't. You have to feel safe in order to engage in therapy. And... You cannot do that if there is a power control dynamic. If there's yep. any kind of abuse going on,
0: yep. No. An expert manipulator can manipulate counselors. Yes. So what we kind of recommend is like again, there's the N- national domestic violence hotline, which was one 7233 mm-hmm. They also have a website. It allows you to click out of there like immediately. There's like a big big button that when you go on there, if it needs to like shut down because somebody's monitoring you, it won't log cookies and it'll like shut down Ooh, immediately. Nice yeah and then the domestic violence hotline if you were to call it you could like say random stuff just start saying random stuff like you're talking on the phone ordering a ordering pizza. a pizza and, yeah, yeah and they would know that you were in trouble right um, and it's yeah
1: it's available 24 7 and it is confidential mm-hmm. um but yeah if you do call even just nine one one, that ordering yep. a pizza thing is actually now known yep for a lot of uh people who answer those kind of calls yep Um, yeah so if if you say you know i'm ordering a pizza and you know this and they'll be like this is not a pizza line." you know you have to say no but i want this pizza (laughs) and they'll kind of start to catch on what you're
0: saying yeah Um, um You could go to a local shelter in the area. You would have to call the area for them to give you the address because they don't post the address online for obvious reasons. Right. Users can't find people.
1: But yeah, a lot of those shelters, they have the food, they have safety. They can help you kind of with those legal needs too. get you set up with somebody or help with some childcare stuff sometimes. Yep. You can get a go bag together. You can find a coworker
0: who's a safe person and store shit at their house. Um, have a safety plan, have an undisclosed location to go to. Mm-hmm. Eventually you want to go to counseling probably, um, but you
1: can't do, it's you can't, really hard to do counseling. Yeah. When you're While in. you're still in the abusive situation, yeah. it's really hard. And I mean, I think if you're thinking about, if, if you're still not sure if you want to leave, if you're ready to leave, I mean, doing your own therapy and, and if they're open to do their own therapy, sure. That's fine. But, yeah. But again, that couple's therapy is not It's not the way because they can, they're sneaky little bastards, guys. Remember, they can turn it on and off, and they're gonna try to manipulate that situation to further make you feel crazy. Right.
0: A lot of times what I see is this, like somebody will be in an abusive relationship, like an emotionally abusive one, let's say, not know they're in it. They'll show up in my office mm-hmm. and they'll be like, I'm depressed and I'm crazy and I just am just a total piece of right. garbage. I'm a
1: terrible person. Yeah. And, and, and then I'm you like, find out that what? you're, it's not them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, like the
0: whole time I'm like, this person is lovely and they like hold a full-time job and they make all this money and they're taking care of their kids and they're doing all these things and I'm just boggled as a therapist like why is this self-esteem in the gutter and then we kind of like slowly find out over time what the problem is and that there's some emotional abuse going on there and I'm like ooh it's the partner which is a delicate line as a it therapist is. to walk that's a really tough one to be like oh no when you realize the mo- the moment you realize it's not mental illness but it's like right it's actually partner. just abuse yeah, yeah they're not
1: they need to disconnect from you're yeah. like
0: oh this therapy has really changed all of a sudden Um, so it is I mean yeah you can definitely go to counseling because like sometimes it'll blow the case wide open right sure. sometimes that will
1: help you see that you are in an abusive relationship yeah sure yeah.
0: but if you're like trying to work on trauma specifically you need to wait till you're safe before you do that because right. we can't treat you when you're in an active trauma re- environment. Right. it's not safe that should about do it but for outside of podcast experiments what do you and i want to try i know what i know what i want to try go this is i mean this is my all-day work so i as you guys might imagine need to like defrag my brain <laughs> 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 like, I have got to defrag my brain, and my only homework is to, like, just try not to watch murder shows and to try to watch Below Deck. Like, oh, I God. need to watch, like, just shit, just, funny. like, yeah. awful, yeah. funny, nonsense garbage, because I am obviously drawn to, like, <laughs> investigative shows yeah. and, and really, like, dark stuff, and I need to, like, really intentionally, personally bring in the light into my life and just bring in stupid humor and nothingness jokes yeah 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 and that works out pretty well for me so I can't follow my instinct there because I would just be like lost in the sauce all day <laughs> if I did that so just some intentional just kind of like pulling out of this stuff
1: I like that yeah yeah what yeah. are you I was gonna try the sleeping one again where I journal but I, I think that's great well we'll see you <laughs> <laughs> seems i'm
0: confident oh no
1: oh no Uh, yeah i'll i'm gonna try that again hopefully this this week yeah maybe Maybe it'll maybe i'll actually pull through
0: i believe in you (laughs) (laughs) somebody believes in you
1: okay i've got a joke for you. okay why do t-rexes
0: have such bad anger issues (laughs) why because their fathers never hugged them
1: Oh, because they're short. Yeah, arms. They're tiny arms. <laughs> I
0: have a big head,
1: and little arms. I don't think this plan was very well thought out. That's from the Robinsons. Yes, yes. Okay, hit me. I don't trust stairs. Okay. They're always up to something. <laughs> ah, I, <love> that. <laughs> Sorry. I like that. These these dad jokes
0: are hitting hard lately. I love it. Well, guys, if you're enjoying what we're putting out there, like, rate, and review us. Please follow us on either social media or on whatever your podcasting platform is. Yeah. We so enjoy having you listen to us and uh, reach out to us if you won't. Hit us up. All right. Thanks for joining Thank us today. You. Bye. Bye.